0: Yo, what up though? This is Esham and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg and you rocking with the connected experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the connected experience. Chill. Oh yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color. And you're rocking with the connect experience. Yo, what's up everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, aka T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should too. connected i'm sj i'm aj and we oh the connected God. experience what's going on man what's the connected experience is when we put people who dope in the room together and we introduce our audience to them and we just like putting dope shit together so what you been up to man Putting dope shit together. I feel you. I seen what you got going on, man. I'm yeah, proud of you. I you know appreciate I'm that. You slick, you slacking on the bowling. Though, I know. Bro? I just was talking to my nigga at work. He said he ball. We got to talking. This nigga got five bars in the trunk. We ready to leave right there. We just you got. You wasn't there. ready to leave. I was. Cause, cause you I had your, no ball your, your shit with you? You know, I keep my shit in the trunk. All right. Yeah. yeah I ain't talking firepower. That's yeah. on my hip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been, you know, I've been reading a lot, man. I ordered yeah. like mad books. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I probably, I'm waiting on the book when we get back to the crib. Yeah. I ordered Dapper Dan shit twice cause the nigga said he wanted it. So. You pay me, I give it to oh, you. Oh, you know what I want, man? I want to get Booker T. Washington autobiography. You know All right, just when we leave, just yeah, remind me. See you, know what I'm you got a word? Yeah. Uh, do I have a word? Yes, I do. Uh, I'm going to go with utopia, an uh, uh, imagined place or state of things in which everything is perfect. Damn, that shit sounds like my household. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's your house. If you got a perfect house, yeah. I, ag- I agree with that. I got yeah. a word, too. What is it? My word is peace, and that's freedom from uh, disturbance. So, peace, utopia. And probably power. So if we was talking peace, power, and utopia, what would we be talking about? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I got to ad. You got to ad? Yeah. We got to ad? Yeah, we got to ad. Spit that so, ad. So uh, Crazy Bone presents the Thug Mentality Tour Wednesday, August 28th at the world-famous shelter. Doors open at 9 p.m. Show starts at 11 p.m. Sharp. Tickets available at the uh, shelter box office. So Crazy got his whole team that he's been putting together. He on tour. This is actually the first stop. Oh, oh, the D is the first stop before D is Cleveland. The first start. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you going? Yeah, I'm going. You, yeah. You on some backstage shit or are you watching from the uh from uh, the front row? I might be backstage and then watch from the front row. Some of them people I'm not too familiar with, so I just want to kind of see what they get. Yeah. I like to watch actually newer acts from, from the, the front, front row, row. From, yeah. to see like a performance. Well, how, how, like how serious people take it. I'm thinking more balcony than the front row. Like I like the look. It's at the shelter, nigga. Oh, the shelter. Yeah. I'm <laughs> thinking the big floor. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I actually be off to the side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should be off to the side. And what else is popping, man? I want to tell you, congratulations. No, congratulations on you, sir. Oh, why would you say congratulations? <laughs> because we were nominated for podcast of the year and, and best, best niche podcast for the pod excellent weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina. That'll be October 5th. Is it's the, the October fourth through the sixth yeah. f- uh, is the weekend actual awards show October fifth? Uh, best niche podcast podcast of the year and, and the digital soapbox network got nominated for best uh, network. So, so that's three nominations through for the team. Yeah, you know know so what what we said. should we could go we could come away three unknown nigga. We yeah. can run the trifecta. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah. being nominated is just good enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially since that has nothing to do with where we're from or people that we actually know know. we don't even know these people so that's a good look so if you a podcast is of course when they say pie excellence we talking black podcast uh charlotte north carolina man everybody just first Um, of all it's really uh inexpensive to get to charlotte north carolina yeah especially from detroit like very inexpensive we flying out the same day and we could come back that night if you want to no i'm not but (laughs) we coming back sunday but uh, I've been talking On the Twitter To people from California They say they come And I'm just Anybody who was nominated I'm just starting Talking to them You know what I'm saying and I, mean, I even listen, listen to a bunch podcast. of Yeah yeah My last week Has actually been Listening to a bunch Of podcasts I'm about to tell you The wildest shit ever bro In the last month I've listened to 2020 new podcasts And I believe you You feel you know what I'm saying? saying 2020 new podcasts That's a lot of hours It's a lot of hours It's a lot of bullshit you know, I'm about to say Some <laughs> shit don't even Make it though yeah. I, I'm listening And I'm like Damn dog I really just listened To 2020 new podcasts It's really unbelievable How How many podcasts are out there in this space that we do but i'm gonna be honest if you haven't like uploaded since 2018 or something i didn't listen because i can't even get a current perspective yeah you know what i'm saying so let's get into it you want to get into it you ready so we was talking peace power and utopia and that is the uh the actual thing for this year 2019 detroit sidewalk festival now if you never heard of the sidewalk festival we have the founder and she's going to explain what the Sidewalk Festival is, how it came to light, and all of that. Now, this is different because this is actually one of the first episodes that we will be dropping right after we do it. first. The, yeah, this is actually the first episode that we'll be dropping after we did it. So the show might be a little different because we might get into some current topics and stuff like that. It's, I want to hear about <laughs> the Sidewalk Festival. I do. We got to get back to this last name thing first. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You want want me to let people know who I am before we start fighting.
0: Well, we're not going to fight because different perspectives (laughs) is what keep the last names going.
1: Okay. (laughs) So thank you, first of all, for having me on the show. I'm really excited. Thank Um, you
0: for for coming.
1: Yeah, this is great. I love podcasts, so it's awesome to be on one. Yeah. Um, So Sidewalk Festival is a celebration of Detroit landscape and culture. Okay. We bring artists... um, from all different types of genres, so music, dance, theater, installation art, visual art, um, to the streets of Old Redford at Artist Village to do performance without the use of traditional stages. So artists are working in alleys, storefronts, and most of it takes place in the street itself.
0: Okay, that's dope. What made you uh, like start this?
1: So I have a dance and film background. I worked um, in dance and film production for a long time and um, and also, I'm a native Detroiter. I spent a lot of time just walking the streets of Detroit and just loving the architecture, the beauty of the buildings, of the people, the culture. I went away. I did my dancing for a while. And when I came back, it was right around the time of the um, financial crisis, like 2008, 2008 2009. Yeah. And the narrative was just, you know, Detroit streets are terrible. It's Gotham. Safe, Gotham well, you know, New York took that title. <laughs> and we were just kind of like Gotham's like sad little sister <laughs> in the perspective of some people. But for yeah. me, I had an amazing experience being a Detroiter. Yeah. I love Detroit artists. I felt like I met so many artists who were putting so much into their work, um, but not receiving the platform and recognition that I wanted them to receive from other Detroiters. Yeah. So I wanted to create something close to where I grew up that just really celebrated the the culture and the lifestyle. Now,
0: speaking of growing up, you say you're a native Detroit, or Where did yeah. you grow up in Detroit?
1: So first in the Cody Rouge area and then in Grandma Roselle. So west side, northwest okay. side.
0: Now, what, what <laughs> I've noticed that you did you've actually named these neighborhoods what they're properly called. So could you explain, to because you said Old Redford, then Mm -hmm. you just said two other neighborhood actual names. So could you break down, A, how you actually know these names Mm -hmm. of these neighborhoods, and then, B, where these neighborhoods are located for the typical I'm from Seven Mile nigga or I'm from, you know know what I'm saying, (laughs) because... You usually just don't hear right. what the actual neighborhood is called. Right. right. So
1: that's a really interesting and, and good point. Um when I was growing up, I didn't know the names really. I just said like West Side yeah. for the most part or like Grand River and Southfield Freeway. Like that's kinda yeah. what that's how I would describe it. But when I came back to Detroit, I found that people were just I don't know, people weren't really aware of, you know, where where we were talking about, especially you have more More and more people who didn't grow up here, we had to we had to be more specific than just West Side or East Side, you know. And so um, I actually started doing research, and I've lived in a lot of different neighborhoods in Detroit. Those is where I'm. That's where I'm from. But I also, um, when I moved back here, I was in Pontiac, a lot of places, and then I moved to Brightmore. And so I found that there were a lot of newcomers in Brightmore who didn't seem to have the same rooted history, I guess. And so I just started doing research, going to block clubs. A big part of Sidewalk Festival is being involved in the community. Yeah. So we go to a lot of community meetings. We do door-to-door. Um, so we go house-to-house to, like, invite people to the festival. We work with a lot of local organizations. And so I really... You know, my organization is Sidewalk Detroit, so we actually have a consulting practice around developing public art and around producing public art. So knowing this work, knowing what it means to create work in public spaces requires that you know what you're talking about. And so in regards (laughs) to Old River, (laughs) um, the streets are Lasher and Grand River, or Lasher and Grand River, whatever you want (laughs) to say. That's where the festival happens. Um, Where I was at in Grandma Rosedale, I don't know what exactly the boundaries were, but my childhood home is like near Grand River and um, uh, I would guess I would say between uh, Greenfield and Southfield Freeway off yeah. of Grand River, between Grand River and Schoolcraft. And then when I was in the Cody Rouge area, I'm not really sure if this what area this is because it's not a heavily branded neighborhood, but right. like Plymouth and Southfield
0: yeah. Freeway. So yeah.
1: that neighborhood is not like...
0: Shout out to Plymouth and yeah. No I got some family yeah, From over that's there family, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah So yeah. I we actually met them At a funeral one time It was so like It was crazy Well it was funny Because like We had been together all day Because my aunt had passed away I mean like all day like literally all day. and when we got ready to leave at night like <laughs> the gangbanging came, gang came out of like both of us like Uh-oh. my cousin and them <laughs> because uh, i put a coat on and it had a star on it and that nigga was like why you got that star on that coat and i was like why it matter to you and oh. it got like but it we was kids and shit we like cool as fuck now mm. but it just was so funny but that was that, our introduction like to all day like other, we hung, had a great time and too. then like something like that mm. to be a barrier that's why i don't fuck with gangbanging because it's not real mm. because like when we met no, i, I and say nigga I'm from such and such and nigga I'm, you know what I'm saying it mm-hmm. was like we just been together all day we really not about to let this stand in a way mm-hmm. so speaking of growing up in Detroit what led you from Detroit to you said you went away so where was away where did you go so uh, yeah. you, you still know your jail number <laughs> my what your jail you said number you, went away. you said you went away oh no that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> That was a joke. But go no, ahead.
1: No, man. So I went. So I went to university. Uh, so just Ann Arbor, which is not really that far, I guess. Um, and then to New York
0: was, was okay. So from was because this is a worldwide show. We yeah. actually have a like a distribution uh, deal and yeah. everybody. So the whole world here is this. Okay. So explain how close in proximity Detroit and Ann Arbor is, yeah. but, but how far but away? But how far away it, it. is yeah, in okay. culture?
1: Right. Right. So I went to University of Michigan. To study film and dance and um I received a scholarship to go there and so that's why I went. Well excuse um, me, not to cut you off, what yeah. high school did you graduate Detroit from? Detroit School of
0: Arts. Definitely when I sure. went
1: there it was Detroit School for Fine and Performing Arts. Oh, so Leah. Yeah, DSA. Yeah. That's where I went. Oh, at. so
0: you know Nick Speed?
1: Uh no. I know who he is, oh, but we're okay. not like buddies.
0: No, I know I think he he's alumni from there too, right? I think so. Yeah, he I believe he's probably yeah, yeah. a lot younger yeah. than me. <laughs> oh, man, we are still pretty young no one's 100 in here <laughs> yeah I, see.
1: I like i said shout out to Leah. i was there during them days okay. Okay. that's gonna date me a little bit <laughs> yeah but just um, a couple
0: years uh yeah. so when you but, get to ann arbor yeah. was it was it a real culture shock you know i won't say especially it was at like, that time because like it the internet has mm-hmm. made the world super small now right. but back then like
1: yeah well, for me it wasn't that much of a culture shock. I was prepared because I had been dancing professionally since I was 14. So, oh, okay. I have been perf- I have performed there several times at their performing oh, okay. arts center. So, I have performed at, you know, um, Opera House, Power Center, Fox Music Hall, like all of so those. So you places. were well
0: cultured by the time you actually. I was.
1: I don't know if I would say I was well cultured, but I was aware of how people perceive Black people. I went for dance and I studied ballet for. So I was often the Black girl. So you in en- the would room. you
0: say you endured a lot of uh, prejudgment and racism it, during that time?
1: Uh, I think it was there, but I think for me as a young person, I was also surrounded not only study ballet, but I also study Horton, which is a, you know, a black dance form. It's like the primary form that um, Lester Horton is a modern dance form that, you know, you will see it on like Ailey dancers, this type of, it's a very, you know, prominent form, but it's, you know, um, very popular, I guess, among African-Americans. And so I had a really strong, strong rooted black dance community. So there was some things, and I was also a kid that just had my head in the clouds. So I don't know how much I... Paid attention, you know, so what people, you know, I was very much the black sheep in my dance department as well. So I just like literally black, but also like not involved with a lot of them. Like I went to class and then I was like out. So I don't know if there was a lot of space for like people to... Well, make comments about me i don't know what they probably were but i didn't i just didn't allow that access i guess
0: here's one way to find out were you invited to the birthday parties
1: <laughs> more not not okay, but so that, that was i think mutual <laughs> yeah, you know I what mean, i mean like i kind of didn't, want it, didn't, yeah, you you know didn't I, want it but they didn't yeah you didn't want it but they didn't offer either <laughs> yeah yeah so i think it was a like it was a mutual understanding that i was different you know and i was not trying to change that
0: you know I think I was absolutely Absolutely. great
1: with it so so but yeah it is culturally it is worlds away um but I had just like such a strong foundation you know and I was back in Detroit you know every other weekend it's about for the international audience it's about 45 minutes drive I would say you can go faster if you
0: not what were you back in Detroit just to stay connected or like were you homesick
1: well, I was a church girl, so I was coming back to church on Sundays, and to get my laundry done <laughs> and pick up food, different things. So I don't know if it was homesick, if if it was just more like convenience.
2: Yeah, yeah, you con- know, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and just maybe homesick too. Maybe homesick because I, I like I said, I love Detroit, but I've been so far from home. It's not so. Anyway, continuing the story of where I went, I went to Ann Arbor, then I went to New York. And then I went to Asia, then back to New York, and then to Detroit.
0: So, so what part of Asia were you in?
1: I lived in Japan for about a year and a half and then, you know, just kind of traveled around
0: Japan. So do you me. think that the Japanese culture with this anime and the way, like, the things look is because after they dropped a the bomb on Hiroshima that the radiation, like, fried their brains?
1: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no I, I, that's a real why? question. <laughs> no, that's a
0: I'm real there. question because, like, have you ever, like, it. actually based, like looked at how anime looks? Like how yeah. it like's coming at you and all of that. Right? So kind of like being on the psychedelic a psychedelic drug. Yeah, yeah, so yeah that's how anime geek. looks. So yeah. I love,
1: I love anime. Could you and manga, describe geek comics? So I used to be a geek about a lot of different things. <laughs> oh, that's right, but right. For right. me, what I'm referring to now is I'm into sort of the typical geek things like <laughs> comic books, Japanese animation, manga, Star Wars, <laughs> <Not good>. sci-fi. <laughs> They're no, all that's so that's what I mean when I say geek. What What is here. manga? Manga is Japanese comic books. Yeah. So okay. it's so usually the basis for a lot of, like, animation. I
0: had I had a good friend of mine, like, he lived in Japan, and he actually taught English to the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Now, when yeah. I say that, people always automatically assume kids. No, he taught English to Japanese, to rich Japanese businessmen mm-hmm. who would go to class to learn English. And uh, he said, for the most part, like, the cultures are strikingly similar because they love and is, are immersed in uh, hip-hop dance and mm. dance and stuff so yeah. much. And he said, like, he, he just loved it. He went there. He's yeah. thinking about going back. Mm-hmm. He he just loved it. I always wanted to go to Japan. Yeah, like, you should like, go. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah I like love like it. If, I, yeah. I went back earlier this year. That's at the top of, of my list. Was, you should go. Yeah. Yeah. What what the, yeah.
0: what the top of your list? What, what's on your list? Ethiopia and yeah. Japan. Mm-hmm. Well, because well, Japan was first. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then Ethiopia is like... Once I go there, I'm going to like, I'm what I would think may be the backwoods of Ethiopia. (laughs) So I'm not planning anything. After, after that, that. <laughs> yeah, oh. just in case you know cause no cause we found out that our family is from Ethiopia oh. and I'm trying to go back yes. to the actual exactly. village or yeah. whatever oh. so you don't know where that could be at like yeah. you know you know what I'm saying you don't know where that could be at you don't know what that could lead to what that could lead to you actually stay. yeah that's what I'm saying yeah. I'm not saying like nothing's wow. going to happen to me oh, I might I, see. <laughs> I might get there and be like I'm never going I feel at home you mm. know what I'm saying mm. so let's finish uh, talking about the sidewalk festival this is well we're not going to finish we just go talk more, more about, about, about it, it. yeah correct cause we still got that name thing on a, on ice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we ain't forgot about that. We go jump yeah. right into that. So this was a concept that you actually uh launched in 2012. That was the first year of it. Yeah. So let's talk about like the feeling you had the day of the first one, the the day of the first one, when the first act was done, when you knew that it's a real thing now, like, you know, because it's not yeah. a thing until the first act is done. Like everything leading up to it is becoming a thing. But <laughs> once that first act or what the first feeling you had when you knew like this is happening today whether yeah. I it's too late for me to even call it off. Like, what was the feeling you had? Like, was it joy? Was it excitement? Could you just explain that moment, if you can remember that moment?
1: Yeah, so the first act really for us is how we set up the street, believe it or not. So we make the street into sort of a living room. So we bring out couches, yeah. tables, chairs. There's lots of installations. The whole point is to really transform how people feel in this public space. How people? How can we... Give people a feeling of power, of joy, of magic. And so we, when I first conceived of it, I imagined that it would be a lot smaller than it was. Um, But leading up to it, we were getting so much like good press and so many um so much interest. We realized that, oh, we need to close the street because we were actually <laughs> only going to have it oh, in like Artist Village. Yeah. yeah, we were going to have it within the sort of courtyards and areas of Artist Village. But we were like, oh, there may be thousands of people coming to this. Right. So we worked really hard to get the street closed. And we were like, now we have this giant empty street. What are we going to do? And so one of our... um key collaborators, um, Billy Mark was like, let's take out these couches and just put them in the street and let's just fill the street up and just make it into like living room sets and bedroom sets. And so we did. And so once we did that and I looked at how we had transformed this regular street, I felt joy and I knew that it was real. And pretty much from the we we start kind of late, I guess, for like a family friendly festival. We start at three. But like at the the moment, like three o'clock hit, like people were just like, there like Drove the people. Yeah, and it's like we hadn't even started yet because we were barely finished. Did you cry?
0: Out. Did you shed a tear?
1: No, I'm not a cryer. Really. <laughs> I I I just I think instead of crying, like I get full and ready for the next thing.
3: Okay. okay. So
0: okay, that's yeah. dope. We actually also have someone else with us. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
3: Hi, I'm Morgan Hudson, also known as Super Cool Wicked. That's yeah. S U P E R C O O L W I C K E D. Um, hold on,
0: hold on, hold up. Hold up we got to talk about how you go from Morgan to Super Cool Wicked. Like, <laughs> 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 it's yeah. like a
3: switch. Okay. You flip it on and you flip yeah. it off. I'm a performer. Are though. you a Gemini? <laughs> I am not. I'm an air sign. Though yeah. I'm a Libra. Yeah. October I six. I
0: don't know. What that October is. October six. Yeah. It, it, that's not our sister's birthday. Our sister's birthday is October third. Oh, she's a great person. It's they two of them. <laughs> they're are a great person. Birth. They're great people. <laughs> no, nigga, that's day birthday. Yeah, no, no, is no, birthday. No, no, oh yeah, birthday, yeah right. October third, yeah, and yeah, so it's Janice. Yeah, yeah. They're twins. Yeah, they're
3: twins. Y'all yes, are. we definitely are. Whoa, yeah. You guys are from a magical family, obviously. Yeah, we are.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah pretty magical. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. A, utopia. It yeah. a utopia. It is a utopia. <laughs> right. So that actually is a dope name. Uh, to me, that sounds like maybe drug usage, you know <laughs> that's but that's not thing. a bad thing. I'm saying like right. we, like I would okay. get high and like that might be an. Yeah, alter that's a ego. catchy name. Okay. I know. just looked at that. That is dope, though. Thank you. And Thank it stand you. out, though. You Thank know you. What I mean? That's what I try to do. Yeah, yeah. So talk about growing up. You from these cities? Yes, also? I am.
3: I'm from the city. Yeah, we I'm w- from West Side.
0: West Side. Mm-hmm. What, what neighborhood? Neighborhood.
3: <laughs> Grandma Rosedale. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. I've always known that it was Grandma Rosedale because people from Rosedale are very proud. To be yeah. There. yeah. So Rosedale is the coolest place ever. <laughs> it's like the best neighborhood in the city.
0: Oh, definitely one of the only places in Detroit I would live is Rosedale Park or Palmer Woods. Palmer Woods, and then what's the other? It was three of them.
3: Indian, Indian Village. Village. Indian <laughs> Village. Indian <laughs> Village. Yeah, I do not yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Um, actually. I'm expanding now but
0: <laughs> That's super cool Wicked
3: You know And like uh, Okay so I grew up Warwick is crafts. Schoolcraft yeah. So definitely The edge of grandma yeah. um, But it was a very Nice and prideful community We always had A block club Our block mm-hmm. parties Always slapped Sometimes yeah. the fire trucks Would come and spray us down The yeah. food was always good Well
0: hold on Those wasn't white firefighters Were they? Uh,
3: <laughs> you know Back in the day Probably
2: not <laughs> no, But you know
0: what I like About what you're saying About growing up You keep saying The word community community and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and what I think a lot of Mm -hmm. people don't get is like that's what we used to be we used to be small communities who had Mm -hmm. pride in the communities and it was a combination of things that destroyed that but it was systematically put in place to go from community to hood like Mm -hmm. now you're from the hood like that Mm -hmm. same area you proud to be from like it's probably young cats that's proud to be from there all the wrong reasons to be proud Mm -hmm. from there you know what I'm saying and that like because the sense of community because we actually learned a few episodes ago talking to a a guy that, Romulus was the first place that black communities were established and in really? state of Michigan. In the state of mm. Michigan for oh, black people I you know, know it, right mm. and that grew into your community your community I and so. I like what y'all are doing because y'all are bringing a sense of community back I'm um, actually going I got an eight year old and yes. she is an artist to the core Please like
2: I'm gonna it. bring her
0: I might just you know spend some time with her that day and just me and her go but I definitely would mm. be in attendance because it's just something cool to, to say you went to and, yeah, and yeah. to see it come from your mind to Actual Multiple years But let's get uh, back Into mm-hmm. you So yeah. how did you Actually get into Performing and stuff Like that
3: I feel like I've always Been a performer yeah. Honestly And that's like the, the cliche thing People say But literally Okay let me tell you A real story Okay So I can remember Only this real stories here Hey let's, let's go <laughs> okay. So my earliest memory <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the west Funky Spunky side. cool
3: wicked. Uh, So my mom To get us to go to bed Used to rap The food verse Of Rapper's Delight <laughs> <laughs> you Do, you know, you Do you still uh, know? Do you still know about her? Give me the first line. What is it? Have you ever Oh over your friend's house to eat and the food just ain't no good? I mean, the macaroni soggy, the cheese. Um, wait, She's snapping? The, 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 you you got it?
0: enough? You got the enough the peas
3: all mush and the chicken <laughs> tastes like wood. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's dope. So you yeah. felt like she put that in you?
3: Well, yeah. And then my my all both of my parents were audiophiles. Not not super crazy. We always had great music in the house. Like my dad loved anything. From from, well, he was a big Isley Brothers fan. So mm. I so I'm a big Isley Brothers fan. Mm. Uh to classic rock, he would tell me about seeing Carlos Santana. Oh, he saw college.
0: him live before. <laughs> he saw him live. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, and like my mom is from Lansing and she moved to Detroit in the eighties. Yeah. And um, you know, so she had like the light rock <laughs> and the, you know, more of the pop R right, and B. Right, so that's
0: a perfect combination. It's actually, a great combination.
3: Yeah. yeah. And so I was just I was into a lot of different things as a kid, even though I was kinda ungrateful for the things that I was into sometimes. Um, but yeah, and my dad, and my parents always just let me do what I wanted to do in that sense. So I'd be, Oh, I'm making a bow for my for a fashion show I'm gonna do for you guys, or yeah. I'm building a little set for something, or I'm making yeah. a purse I'm always I've always been making. Yeah. Mm. And then, you know, I don't know when I discovered that I could sing Um, but I did, and then I just kept going with that, and I was always encouraged. Um, I was in Mosaic Youth Theater of Detroit in high school. Yeah,
0: break that down for us.
3: Mosaic Youth Theater is an organization, I believe it started in either the late 80s or early 90s. Um, It was headed by Rick Sperling. Right now they have, I think about, from anywhere from 60 to 100 kids in the company. Yeah. But there's a singer's company, an actor's company, and a tech company. Yeah. And it prepares young artists to work in the real world by yeah. instilling professionalism and skill yeah. in them.
0: Yeah. So, like, yeah. Uh, talk about, like, being a part of that. Do you... Uh, do you feel like that prepared you for what you do now as an artist? Definitely. Yeah. So you feel mm-hmm. like uh more people who artists should probably try to get their kids into that?
3: I really think so, or just get them into any enriching Something. activity with an artist as a teacher. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is very important. You need an artist to teach you. Yeah. In any in any sense. I yeah. teach in schools with Living Arts. It's yeah. an organization mm-hmm. that places actual artists in schools teaching the art instead of teachers who may have been just placed Right, like exactly. somebody who
0: actually cares about exactly, the art, exactly. instead of Miss White, who she could draw and she just got stuck in this. Class. Right
3: or Miss White, who stopped doing. Miss White art. is a real person. Yeah. Yeah. teaching.
0: I <laughs> about, to say, you're really upset about that? Yeah, Ms. working right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: sorry, Miss White.
0: Yeah. No, you not. <laughs> <laughs> I you mean, because no he thought, right. he thought she was right. a racist. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think anything. You yeah, feel yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I just well, thought she was I'm, sick of being around fucking kids all day. It might
2: get me to
1: believe in herself again. <laughs> she yeah. Go out there and practice. She does. Oh, yeah.
0: She does. Yeah, that's dope. So, like, uh, you have a release. You you have music that's already out for the public to listen to, right?
3: I have, yeah, a couple songs that are out for the public to listen to. But the main thing that I'm gearing up towards is my EP release, High Gloss. High Gloss. It's a six-track EP. Yep, High Gloss.
2: And
0: Let's talk about High Gloss. What is the gloss? The gloss uh, it's the high from any t- form of drugs you
3: know okay back <laughs> well, in we, college, pro drugs. Yes. we pro drugs we I'm, pro drugs i am too yeah. okay yeah. yes legal i'm glad they're legalizing it's
0: illegal me. or illegal mm-hmm. no, i pro who drugs because that's people business and who are mm-hmm. you to judge <laughs> mm-hmm. you know it, what i'm saying that's very true yeah. why are mm-hmm.
3: you all up in my business yeah mm-hmm. um yeah. nigga
0: you should get high maybe you'll have some business you right do. exactly exactly <laughs> maybe you
3: would see a new perspective yeah. but yeah. <laughs> um where were we? High Gloss. Okay. Uh, high Gloss came from my love of magazines as a child. Again, just always in, living in a fantasy. So I would read magazines and think of ways to craft my life around them.
2: Yeah, that's
3: dope. Which could have been... It, it was half dope, but half not because I didn't really see myself in those right. magazines, right. you know? Yeah. Uh, that's
0: crazy. So I was going to ask you, like, what magazines were you looking at? Were you, so you weren't looking at magazines like Ebony and things like I that? I
3: was looking at Ebony. I yeah. was always looking at Ebony, but the way that you grow up in america yeah. teaches you that ebony's cool but there's vogue over there yeah. right you See,
0: know? Yeah, i have ne- never looked at it like that though really because like i just always seen the beauty in black women you know what i'm saying I and have i think too, that's the like i can tell when the agenda pop you know what i'm saying so for for example like you said you think ebony cool but what about vogue and i feel like vogue is actually just wanting Water to be down, the white ebony. ebony. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yes.
3: And essentially, yes. But it took me a while to realize that, right? Yeah. So, like, growing up, you all you see, all you have is your media, right? right. Mm-hmm. So, in the media, who do you see that's rich and living well? Right. You know? These people are living very well without struggle, right? Right. right. So we think. So we think, right? Right, because right, it's a media's or, perspective. I mean, exactly. Yeah, it's so it's yeah. just like all you get is a, not even linear, but just very shallow depiction of what life is for this set of people. Right. So you're like, dang.
0: I got to be one of them.
3: Not even like that. It wasn't that. It wasn't like outwardly like that. It's just like, dang, I want to live a life where I don't have to worry about food or yeah. like you know right, or basic like,
0: things that you hear people right, worry like about over yeah, here my yeah. parents
3: talk about their mortgage or whatever i don't i don't right. want to live that life these people don't have to live that life mm-hmm. she grew up in chicago the outskirts of chicago or like i don't know but like that <laughs> i yeah. then this is like me ruminating on it and thinking about it like and unpacking that it's just like oh that's the reason i wanted that because yeah. i've always grown up in a very pro, pro-black household like yeah. Since a young age, my dad would give us lectures about, things, like the slave trade. We knew all these things, and like mm-hmm. I went to a school with black teachers that taught black history. We had at mm-hmm. uh, Bates Academy. Shout out to Bates. Bates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had this thing called Bates Battle, where for the month of uh, February we would have like uh, I think like a litany of about over a thousand questions on black history, wow. and then they crafted a show for us, a game show, yeah. where we would all. Go Part to the like, gym yeah. and we would watch everybody answer these questions. And we'd be like, oh, I know that. And then we'd have questions like over the intercom. Like, who was the black person? Who was the first black person to traverse Antarctica? Who was it? Matthew Henson. I didn't
0: know that. Yay. Okay. So who was the first black president?
3: First black president <laughs> was not Barack Obama, as no. they say. No, it you wasn't. But open this up. It was the Moore. That's no. my, That sounds like my dad. Yeah, He laced up
0: though. He up. Yeah, I like yeah, your like father. You
3: know, he was he was very cool. He was also. Kind I of need a to conspiracy answer that question. Theorist. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> his not name. conspiracy. He see. chopped down the cherry tree. No, no it was his name. John, John,
0: Hanson. John Hanson. was on the back of the two dollar bill. That's out of circulation because there's some with the back of some $2 bills are completely different from the back of other ones yeah, and convincing. the back of the one that John Hanson is on is actually a Mason meeting
3: yes and also so people pin. who uh,
0: people who celebrate Thanksgiving it's the fourth Thursday of each November he implemented that so Which when he was funny. the president it's not like how the president how we know the president the president basically was like the secretary and it was only for a year so mm-hmm. that's why, and then any picture you see of him is very fair-skinned. And, they, you, know, they, you know, they try to whitewash it out of history. But mm-hmm. that is actually the first black president in the United so States of America. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Wow. Wow. Ask your dad if he knew do that. I
3: can't ask him oh, now. Passed away. he
0: passed Oh well, rest mm-hmm. in peace, pops. Thank he you. he was very laced up he because was. I, I do the same shit with my daughter. Oh, my time. daughter, <laughs> she come talk to she only two. She come talk to me. She hit. She walk away. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> saying? That's I what say? we used to do too. Yeah, to he just wow. walk oh, away. Yeah,
3: Tired of
0: <laughs> Right, but it, but you see how it actually helps shape yeah, you, mold you know? because they we let them take our history. I feel a certain way about like Black history. Like we let them tell us what we should celebrate for black history. Like their agenda puts you to these type of people. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And the, the people that they put you to are sim- sometimes passive in what you think may be. But like I was listening to Dick yeah. Gregory on the show the other day, and he said something like I never thought about. He said, when I was growing up, Malcolm was a traitor and Martin was a coon. Mm. That's how people seen him. Now our generations love him. But if you was back then, your opinion was so strong. Yeah, and he was at odds with Huey Newton. I mean, my bad, my bad. Dapper Dapper Dan said that, yeah. Hmm. But you know what I'm saying? But if you could look at it from the perspective of being alive back then, I could see where people would say both. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, but now if somebody say that Martin Luther you would die for that. Like you would fight for that. Like you know what I'm saying. So yeah. I just don't like the narrative that they give us for our Black history. You know mm-hmm. what That's I'm true. saying. That's true.
3: That's why we have to learn it. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. right.
0: Best way to do it is learn it on your own. You know what I'm saying. Exactly. And, I mean. Even with yeah, i, I from ancestors.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well that's yeah, what I'm saying. On your yeah, own. Like not, oh, okay. not
0: leave it up right. uh mm-hmm. leave it up to them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because if you left it up to them, we got the same Negroes in front of us. Mm-hmm. Uh and I use that term negro loosely because what is you a Negro. You sound like my grandma. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: negro.
0: You feel what I'm saying? So what we were talking back talk- to High Gloss though. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. How do we get
3: there? Uh, Conversation. Love of magazines. Yeah. Yeah. Ebony. So Ebony and Jet were always in our house.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh I actually before you keep going I said that about Ebony because I don't know if you know but Ebony went out of business and they're actually about to sell their photo archives.
3: Really? They yeah. they went out of business? Yeah. They just uh, had an amazing shoot with a bunch of
0: Yeah. That, that might have been the last sad. hurrah. I think they went out of business but Ebony. I've been saying that yeah they, they, sell sell going it. Out of business. they photo archive. That's why I asked you that.
3: That's funny. I have a couple of old ebony magazines. Keep them. Yeah. But go ahead, back yeah. to High Gloss. Um, High Gloss was written about my. Well, it's an homage to my love of magazines. And, you know, I would fashion my life after them and try to be this extravagant version of myself. <laughs> and. You know, um, so those songs kind of play to that. Super Cool Wicked is kind of the extravagant version of myself. Mm-hmm. I'm a maximalist. So, you know, <laughs> I...
0: I don't mean to laugh at that. What is that's that? That's
3: fine. I, you know, some people are minimalists. They want oh, to be short oh, yeah. and to the point. I would like to be grand because, yes. you know, we only get this life. So, yes. I mean, as far as we know. Right. And um, I'd rather just live fully. Yeah. That's, that's why I wore this big red skirt. Yeah, like, you know. So thank you. Thank you. But like, yeah. so high gloss is kind of a play to that. And it's also kind of a collage of the first three years of my work as yeah. a musician. Um. I didn't think I could be a working musician growing up which is why I went into theater yeah that was my safe uh, that was my safety net <laughs> yeah which is very funny because yeah. right
0: theater is the safety net
3: exactly yeah. and th- this shows you where my mind is at right but yeah. like <laughs> yeah. theater was my safety net because it's very archetypal so like with characters I know how to be that person on stage and I was thinking of Broadway yeah. at the time when I was like in school so I can make that voice happen I can I can light up like that that's easy
2: yeah
3: you know but when I went to theater school, I felt overlooked and mm. I felt just undervalued.
0: And it, and this mm-hmm. is why.
3: Uh,
0: why did you feel those ways?
3: Because I was number one. I just felt like an underdog. I was black. Okay. I was yeah. from Detroit. Right. Yeah. And I, I I've always been hyper aware of that because I've lived in Detroit all my life, which is super black, right? A primarily yeah. black city. Even yeah, still, the black
0: is in the, uh, country, in the country,
3: right? Yeah. Even still, right? Okay. And. Then I went to high school in Gross Point.
0: Okay. Oh. Culture shock majorly, huh?
3: <laughs> kind of. I read a lot of books about private school, so I kind of knew what to expect.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but well, that's good that you were like preparing yourself for this. Yeah,
3: but I didn't know that I would go up against such interesting kinds of adversity. So mm. when I was in ninth grade, Obama was just about to become the president.
0: Oh and so it really came out. It yeah. came
3: out of them. Yes it did. Yeah. Very very <laughs> in so many ways. Obama's a terrorist.
0: Yeah, uh he, he no, he not a they, they said. no listen, they he's said. not a terrorist because That's what they said. No, he's not a terrorist cuz his dad is black and his mom was white. If his dad was white then you would have more reason to believe see, he could yes, be terroristic. Terrorist. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I heard it all. And
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I can only imagine because uh We were grown when I Yeah, but for the most part in situations like high school, racism yeah. is uh, not is overt. You know what I'm saying? But then when something <laughs> like that is happening in the climate in the country... <laughs> It gets more overt I mean we went to school At one point we, It was only 12 black kids In the school wow. Right so Thanks. we were used to that oh. So when I look From the perspective Of racism not being overt I'm not looking From my perspective Because I've experienced that right. But mm-hmm. most people Who like grow up In inner cities The racism that they feel Is not as overt As somebody who Been around the opposite race And I always be taught When I talk to people From the city Like I tell them Like your first interaction With a with white person Was of some form Of what you consider To be authority I grew up up with white people so i already Same. know that y'all trash like y'all ain't <laughs> shit in a sense of when like if if you go to school in detroit and the police of- the police officer white your teacher white you already see white people like the one white guy in the hood acts black so you don't even know what it is to be around white people that you don't look at th- you know, in an authority figure. figure. Yeah. You know That's what I'm saying? But growing up, you like, okay, y'all just as poor as us because we are in the same vicinity or stuff like that. So it's a difference. But, yeah, at that time in the world, Obama yeah. becoming president, we know you. Yeah.
3: It was a lot. And I think, like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that wasn't, I think it just demographically, how you said it. it was, it was, was
3: a lot. Yeah, I mean, it was demographically you got to understand the gross point is very wealthy and they're not just wealthy because they like got in a stark m- stock market boom they have old money yeah like old money like prohibition money yeah probably slave money you no, know what
0: for I'm sure, saying? For so sure. early and early detroit mafia yeah i mean still detroit mafia but yeah. i mean i you know who live over there just like gross ill the same thing exactly. you know what i'm saying mm. gross ill some people don't even know gross ill exists yeah. do y'all know yeah. what gross ill is yeah the island you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying yeah like i um, uh, Trenton is right outside of Gros Like you have to go to Trenton to get to Gros Hill. Yeah. And I know black people who come to Trenton every day. And when I tell them, yo man, it's an island over there right there. They they still don't believe me. And they've been coming to Trenton. Some of these people been coming to Trenton every day for 10 to 15 years because we work out there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I'm like, the this is an island, bro. You have to take a bridge. Like this is predominantly, like this is the American dream that you fake think you want. Like Lamborghinis mm-hmm. flying up the street. And they like, where's these cars going? I'm like, oh, they're going to Gros You know what I'm saying? But that Come from us, playing. I mean, being a part of football programs and stuff. We used to go to Gross hill mm-hmm. They did not want us there. They showed it. Mm-hmm. We would leave.
2: You know, <laughs> you,
0: you know what I'm it saying? Is, I, I yeah. wouldn't want you there either. Last thing I want is the away team coming to my home, beating beat, beat, me, yeah, yeah, <laughs> beating oh. kids. The away team just had niggas on it. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, how did the two of you collaborate for this year's Sidewalk Fest? Ooh.
1: You know, interesting. So, <laughs> this is, um, so every year, um, Sidewalk convenes a council of, of artists who have participated in Sidewalk Festival to decide the theme. And so, um, we got together five artists who just sat around talking about, What is it that um, is on your heart? And a lot of it was about our political situation, the fact that we kind of are in a dystopia. And so what would it look like if we were in a utopia? What does a Detroit utopia look like? How do we create the future that we want to see? And so we developed this theme and then we had an open call for artists and um, Morgan submitted work. But that's not how we started our first collaboration. It goes back some years. Yeah. Um, I used to be with a collective, right? This yeah, is the first video year. seven. Video seven. Mm-hmm.
3: So we were a collective of about sixteen or seventeen musicians and visual artists. And we used to get together every weekend and just jam. And then it became kind of solidified. And that was my first time ever being in Sidewalk Festival. And it was like it was magical.
2: Yeah.
3: It was like, okay, I've always ridden past Lasher if you say it. You know, I actually grew up saying Lasser, so... <laughs> I don't and I'm actually embarrassed to say that. I'm embarrassed to say that. But anyway... Um, <laughs> you know, I say Lasser, but I also want to say "lasher" because... Mm. "lasher" is the real... Let's just, like... We should just, should just squash it. Let's explain lasher. to
0: people why y'all are going back and forth. Oh, from uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I you say know, They don't know. You say no, no, I'm saying people who listen to my... Yeah, I mean, know. I'm just saying, though. Well, yeah. I'm on the Lasser side, <laughs> the the side. side. I'm actually on the lasher side as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the
1: i I I've heard mean, both, so... I think people say
0: lasher. Because they missing the H, yeah, and they lasher, you know. You probably just lasher. Switching? No, that's yeah. just
1: that Midwestern Detroit mix yeah. up of the lat. Just you know, lasher. you can see it. Lasser. Yeah, Lasser. yeah. I'm about to say you can see Lash. it. You
0: like, can it see it. La- like. la- like yeah. you laughing or something
2: yeah, yeah that's very true I yeah. didn't even look at
3: it like that I just yeah. thought people probably just switched the S and the H mm-hmm. uh-huh. well
0: yeah because that's what I just looked at and I was like yeah people are probably like majorly dyslexic <laughs> so they, they see that how they think it should be oh so yeah lasher you
2: yeah. rasher yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah they see I, that how they think people, it should be
3: people look at the idea of the word a lot yeah. instead yeah. of the actual word mm-hmm. I've
0: never looked at that and saw lasher I've always swisher yeah lasher <laughs> yeah. is that French lasher probably so because you know That sound like a French last name Or Detroit is French Right right That's where it comes from Détroit Yeah so it's a French settler Yeah Yeah. Gotta add that R
1: and Lasser
3: Yeah Yeah.
0: That's (laughs) super cool Wiggy The way you said that Thank (laughs) you You know what I'm
1: saying
0: But So you were in the collective Yes You you, you bounced on them Because you got too big
3: Nah that's not (laughs) what happened (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I put that out there, man. Okay, um,
0: <laughs> He's not the first one to say that. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, disclaimer, we don't know this collective, so we're right,
3: joking. Right, right, right. So, vid- yeah, Video 7 was an amazing uh, multi-talented collective. We got together and we had a kind of, you know, he was one of the co-founders and he kind of led the group in, like, placing us in different performance spaces that we needed to be in. So yeah. the first time we did um, Sidewalk Fest was actually, it, we were dispersed. So we have other artist friends. I think my first, first time doing Sidewalk Fest, I was with my friend, my, my two friends, uh, Lex and Alex Burns. Their band called Cousin Mouth. <gasps> what? Yeah, Mouth. that was my first year. And I sang yeah. background for them. And that was when I was just starting out. And
0: yeah. It yeah. Was she actually remembers this group very well. Oh, I,
1: yeah. say. I remember all of the groups because <laughs> yeah. I curate all of the groups. But I don't always know. Uh,
0: people the origin pe-
1: oh, like, yeah. well I don't always know every person in, in the it. group so I could not name all the members of EO 7
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. no
1: as a so, little <laughs> so I remember Cousin Mouth I like didn't realize you were back up with him.
3: yeah so oh, I was great. back up for Cousin Mouth and it was very fun it was me CJ and Asia uh but then I don't e- I can't even remember, honestly, because I feel like every consecutive year after that, we've been a part of it. So, yes.
0: And that's great. That's excellent. So since this is a festival and uh, let's talk about some of the um, activities that will be going on at this festival, because you have an interesting thing where you have poets teaching classes to younger kids. Yeah. So let's talk about like the importance of that. So like what made you is this something that's always a part of the festival or is this something? This year?
1: So, this year we are actually expanding how many days of programming we have. So, the first day of the festival is two different events one is um, a poetry and performance workshop for youth 11 plus. Where they'll be workshopping their own poetry, and That's at the dope. end of the workshop, they'll have a, a opportunity to perform on Saturday at the Sidewalk Festival. Oh, okay, yeah. now is um, it like yeah.
0: you won, so you get to like how do uh, how do you pick who get to perform?
1: So the artists who are leading it will pick, and that they're, okay. they're citywide poets, and I believe it's just really going to be based on readiness and okay. timing. So okay. we have an hour set aside for the kids. Okay, um, and we have done some iteration of sort of a kid showcase uh, in a lot of different ways right. throughout the festival. What we don't do at the festival is anything that's, like, a specific child-based activity. Right. We just do holistic art, you know. Right, so, so, so they yeah. involved
0: in the culture, but exactly. they don't feel like this is the kid table.
1: Right, yeah, we don't have, like, clowns or, like, you know, this kind of <laughs> thing, you know. It's just right now they are going to be working with professional artists. Uh, at the same time, we're having a storytelling under the stars where a, a few of the business owners on the block are going to tell – their stories of uh, peace, power, and utopia, as well as some stories from immigrants um, to um, our to our country, to talk about, you know, some of their experiences with like looking for utopia and, uh, and what it means to have power or not. Like, as basically a person of color coming to this country.
0: I don't use the term yeah, person or, of color, uh, and I'm gonna tell you I why. I'm, I <laughs> can tell, oh, yeah, yeah. but uh, no, I'm not gonna say why I don't use the term person of color because. We just don't use that term. It just because yeah, it, it's not about yeah. you. It, it's not about me. Have you guys met any resistance with trying to put this together? And if so, name the names who were resistant. Because <laughs> I would have to know why. Yeah. Would, you why was somebody or yeah. like a specific?
1: You know. So I will say, overwhelmingly, we have had a really positive response. I was. I say I don't have any enemies. However, there are in recent years some new people on the block. New mm. developers, people who have bought property that aren't members of the community who have not only targeted our festival, but also other community members. And that's what um, I like. Uh, so, but, but all of that is so, like our reputation You can't stop it, right? it. You can't itself. stop it. Yeah, exactly. and that, that's why I wanted you to... Exactly. So it's almost like a fly just buzzing around. You just, you know, it's annoying, but it's like we have so much community power. We have so much momentum from artists. We have so much support, even from the city of Detroit, You know, that these little, you know, annoyances are, you know, but that's just, it's really about, it's interesting because this, there are some developers who have moved in who have been great, you know, but there's, you know, one individual, you know, who just doesn't have the ability to buy people out in the way that I think he thought he did, you know, and so it's frustrating to him, so Something trying to stop
0: everything. That yeah, but
1: like that—that is so small compared to like the literally thousands of people that we have come supporting us and just uplifting us every year. It's just—it's just amazing. We, you know, everybody comes together to make this happen. We can't do it without the business owners on the block, the Old Redford Theater, Sweet Potato Sensations, um, Artist Village, Motor City Blightbusters. Motor City Java House all of the businesses really come together to make this happen the artists the community um but I w- I did want to have an opportunity just to um highlight what Morgan's work is this year because it is different than you know the kind of stuff that we have normally done this year. We were able to really support the artists in a different way, and we were really asking artists to create original works for the festival, not yeah. just kind of performing what they've mm-hmm. already done. So, what you'll see at the festival this year is over forty artists, for the most part, creating things that are specifically based for, around the festival, based around the, uh, the theme of the festival, their current work, and the landscape of the the place that they're in. And a lot of it is interactive as well.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. <laughs> what you performing what day?
1: Uh, August second at nine thirty p.m.
0: Okay, well, because uh, I'm yeah. I'm just curious to see what you go wear, so I'll probably be there. <laughs> <laughs> see, and
3: that's because you said
0: you like to be green. So yeah, uh, you know, I, I mean, I this is starting to sound like something I might need to have to take off work for, man. Like, I, if I'm not off whatever day you go go, I'm gonna go like this because this is the type of stuff that communities are actually missing. Like, this actually sounds like a great episode of a Black Power type of TV show. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where.
2: Dream
0: <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't um, help it out. I can visualize like yeah. all the getting it together and mm-hmm. you, you so many years in and it, it never gets easier. I could, I can imagine because different roadblocks occur, but it's like you stuck with it. You still with it. Like, like this, this, um, do you remember the women of Brewster place when they had to the play? where she got her kids who was usually really bad and took them to the yeah, play. Yeah. Like, I get that kind of feeling. Like, it's going to be a kid there who go discover, like, right then that he loves yes. the arts. Yeah, like, yeah. like, this is what mm-hmm. I've been missing mm-hmm. in my life as a child because, like, it's up to parents to. To, to help the children discover new things yeah. and, and I just get from from the flyer I actually get yeah. that uh, this is more, more like, like program. a program yeah I know. get that feeling like it's gonna be a child there like, yeah, that like this real, is going to be a part like, of but and then it's also so. gonna be adults there like cause so many people don't know how important the arts is to like yeah. just who we are the creative like everybody's creative in their own little way like a chef is an artist the way he sets it up the way you know like so many people are yeah. just artists and don't realize like this is a form of art but I also want to talk about how you actually work with Cranbrook and they, they're they, they uh, do something here as well and yeah. could you explain to the listeners what Cranbrook is and why that's so important that you work with them
1: so every year, Sidewalk Festival collaborates with uh, different institutions around the city as well as artists. So Cranbrook is um, an educational and creative community that's in, I don't know, West Bloomfield? Yeah. Maybe that's where it is. But um, the, the, <laughs> the side that we're collaborating with is the Cranbrook Museum of Art, specifically their, contem- their curator of contemporary modern art, Laura Mont, who has an exhibition that travels throughout the city this year. Focus. It's called uh, Landlord Colors material Detroit and the exhibition is dealing with how do artists respond to economic upheaval revolution that sort of thing and we're in that right now yeah. you know and so uh, one of the works that um, we co-curated for the festival so Laura Mott of Cranbrook myself of Sidewalk Detroit and uh, Taylor Aldrich of Arts.Black have worked together to create a series of programs so at Sidewalk Festival Um, An artist collective, Fringe Society, will be debuting um, an installation in the alley that's a literal utopian um, vir- environment using natural materials. Okay. So it's it's it, I dope. can't really describe it. it's something you have mm-hmm. to come and see. It's yeah. built original for the festival, but you'll enter into a lush, green, interesting um, landscape of light and performance elements within the alley. So we're recreating this alley to be a literal utopia that you can walk
0: through. Okay. Now, a uh, major question everybody listening should want to know is, how will the parking be set up
1: yeah <laughs> so as like any festival you know there's a there there's that thing so the best thing to do is to go to our website sidewalkfestival.com and read where we have parking set up but basically we have a, a few parking lots that we use for the festival day that are just a block over and people can also You know, walk in. Um, But we this will be our seventh year coming, and we've never had any major issues. Yeah, we have parking attendants. We have us, you know, volunteers. Everybody is there to help make it happen. Um, If people are still kind of wondering, you know, we're right on the intersection of Grand River and Lasser. So, (laughs) just the next, uh, the next street over, which is um, the next street to the east, Graydale or Grayfield. That's where our main parking lot is.
0: Okay. And another question Mm -hmm. is, what type of food? We'll so be. we'll
1: have vendors, local vendors um from all different types and the food is always really fabulous. So from everything from like, you know, vegan tacos to, you know, like ribs and fried fish, it's just it's all <laughs> sorts of things. Covered and we're day. right across the street from Sweet Potato Sensations, okay. which okay. makes the best sweet potato pies in the city. Yeah. You know, I <laughs> you might have to Compete with like your family's sweet potato pie, but um, but they also have things like chicken and waffles, pork chops sandwiches. But there's just all sorts you're of sliding
0: things. Sliding that pork in there, tough. <laughs>
1: Am I? Oh, maybe I just I may be partial to pork. This is my birthday weekend. I just had it yesterday, so I'm
0: sorry, y'all. My, my bad. Ain't Do you innocent. not eat pork? No, no. I don't but there's eat pork. Lo- well,
1: I, a lot. I started with vegan, though, right, right so I with
0: vegan though. Right, right. So you able vegan tacos, smoothies? Some, yeah. So it's uh at the the actual <laughs> festival takes part uh on the uh in the block where the Re- old River Theater is. Yes. Okay. On yeah. so
1: on that street, down the alley, and in and throughout Artist Village. If you haven't been to Artist Village, you must go if there are several converted spaces that used to be warehouses and now there are these interesting artistic rooms without roofs i really can't describe it you just have to yeah. go you have to see it because people it's don't think like this it. type of stuff
0: exists, exists here in detroit yeah, they don't you think that it's away. a real art district or a it real is. fashion district or it, yeah. like this stuff is here it's probably it probably started here in yeah yeah, in yeah. Like a lot of it, things. It, so
1: yeah artist village is literally is indescribable when we bring people and we do, you know, do tours when, you know, for example, when Landlord Colors had its opening weekend, you know, we had something like 30 30- folks from the press coming through to like tour different locations and every time we take people into the interior of Artist Village they're just blown away it's full of art the resident artist there Chaz Miller covers the wall and the ground mm-hmm. with um, these really epic murals that tell different stories sometimes that tell stories of Detroit Black history A lot of that So you just really have to Come This sounds
0: amazing This sounds like Yeah If somebody's listening to this And not interested In going to this I don't even know What's going on Back to you though When is the EP dropping
3: EP is dropping Let's cross our fingers In August August what? Last week in August Or early September Oh okay. Well, okay. so you gave us Two times
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, the, so listen How real. about we drop This EP on September 6th That's my baby girl's Birthday How oh, lovely <laughs> And we Can I and bring a Three year old To the to the, uh, to the show To the uh, uh, release You product? can bring
3: a Three year old To Peace Power Utopia <laughs> <laughs> You can I mean if you Bring your three year old She might hear a little You know cussing but uh, she she's,
0: well, yeah, well my three year old Is allowed to cuss. to cuss In the house so. Okay well Bring your three year old Three year old Yeah she's allowed To cuss in the house And then she Uses we'll, it in the right context, We'll bring
3: her, yes, okay. bring her. She'll, you, you know, she'll like it. You know what a
0: party and stuff gonna be?
3: Uh, for the release, yeah. Now,
0: well, don't keep us out the loop. You okay, know what I I'll mean? definitely like go I'll follow loop. her on Instagram. Oh, we Instagram we are, we go get Twitter. you know, we go connect. This okay. is what we're doing the connected experience.
3: Yeah. Um, high gloss is dropping very soon, but what I'm most excited to share right now is my performance at Sidewalk Fest.
0: Oh, and no, we and you're like, performing.
3: And I'm performing like... Saturday. Friday. Friday. Friday, August the 2nd at 9.30 p.m. Um, I will be performing my... I don't even know what to call it. It's like a multi-sensory performance slash healing space slash
0: installation. its immersive
3: It's yeah. immersive. It's very immersive. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's so you've seen the performance?
1: I haven't, but w- she made a detailed proposal. So I haven't seen most of the work because it's all original debuts and people are creating things specifically yeah so sidewalk festival is not only the celebration of community and culture it's a place for artists to experiment so a lot of artists will come and they will what is their next creative idea what is their next um thing that's boundary pushing that's really what we want to do is create this space for artists to explore and to do things that they maybe wouldn't be able to do at the regular show or concert hall you know
0: right so do you still do ballet
1: uh no i'm not a I don't do ballet anymore. I still dance so okay. so i'm i'm just I do more i guess movement performance art um just m- merging a lot of different forms. I haven't focused on ballet really since high school oh okay. that's so what led me into college, yeah, okay. but when I got to school, I focused on film and modern contemporary dance so,
0: yeah. so i i'm I'm gonna assume and I normally don't do that that you've been going to festivals.
1: You know, I go to festivals, but I am not actually a huge festival (laughs) person. person. Yeah, because Sidewalk Festival is is really Really different. Really unique. Yeah, it's not. It's actually just called
0: festival. I'm taking it. It's more of like sidewalk experience. Like it's more than a festival. Because when people hear festivals. In this day and age, you automatically think several stages, bunch of artists, bunch mm-hmm. of events going right. on. And this is actually the total opposite of that. This mm-hmm. is showing that it's a community. Like when you said y'all turned the streets yeah. into the, into the couch with the couches in the living room and the bedroom, like yeah. that type of experience, like that's so, super creative. And this is, this sounds like that this is on such a grand scale already. Where do you see this in five years or the 10th year anniversary? Let's go there. So let's say what do you, not giving up all your plans, but your 10th year anniversary vision, like I can imagine, has to be colossal for what you're saying right now. Like it could only get better.
1: You know, we also have a, a practice um, of just placing artists in unexpected places. So we also do work in Eliza Howell Park, yeah. um, which is in Brightmoor. So we commission artists to create original Work that's based on nature. There, we also do work um, consulting for the city. And so, what I've one of my grand dreams would be that we could create sort of um like a camping experience for the festival in the city, so we could kind of camp out at the artist village and create work over the weekend and just really think about how can we be together and create a literal utopia on the street. So inviting that people to spend the night so on dope, the street, no. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like bring your, like, not just creating, like bring the couches, but bringing like, you know,
2: bring little, out your sleeping little bag. Bit of yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And then we've also talked about what if we could pop up all over the city in interesting, curious places, you know, what about the other alleyways or other community, like other communities have asked us to come through, to do Sidewalk Festival, we spend all year kind of getting it together. Getting it together and building the relationships because right. because we aren't just plopping down the stage, we're trying to be, you know, right in people's faces. What would it mean for us to go to the North End with something like this? So, we would have to really work on building relationships with those it's, people. It sounds like Sidewalk you know?
0: Festival might be like a summer long event full of oh. things for the 10 year. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? For that. Let's yeah. see. But, but you never <laughs> know. <laughs> so it. like somebody yeah. literally could be listening, like, yeah. yo, I wanted to do something like that, but yeah. I wasted my time. Why do you, you say, say somebody, somebody, you know, Barry Gordy, listen to this? Right, right. Yeah. right. I don't know why you keep acting like you don't, but go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I somebody mean, could feel like that they. They spent their whole time not being as creative as they wanted mm. to be. And now they can fund creativeness because sometimes yeah. it be creatives who wish they had the opportunity to be free and let their ideas flow. Cause these are great ideas, but the ideal of, uh, hyphenating the last name, though. Let's talk about that. <laughs> oh. So this, <laughs> this is actually for the people to, to decide because right, this is how we feel oh, no. about it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and, so and we actually feel different. You and yeah, I. Yeah. yeah so I feel like that if my daughter is going to do something that I built, And she gets married. She cannot use her married last name to continue that family business. You can use your married last name in your married life. But when you're doing business as you have to keep because it's not just my last name. She has my initials. Right. So you have to do business with that. If you're doing the business that I built. Now, how would you feel once she knew that and she said, "Okay, well, if you leave it to me and I get married, I'll just sell it. You're and still not, here, you still leaving it took to That I'm not leaving it to you. Okay. I'm not leaving because if you go sell it anyway, then I might as well sell it myself and no inheritance for you because this was your <laughs> inheritance. That you but what if sell. she just not a good business person? But you, you, you can't just can't, sell the business. Like you can't tell me you're planning to sell it. And right. like, I mean, I, I can sell it for you. Okay. Yeah, but you just for said for you. you wouldn't give her nothing off of that. I, I don't have to. It's mine. Yeah. But It's mine. Like I built this. Like you don't have to. I was. I don't believe that you wouldn't give her nothing off of that. I believe because I know you no, you know, because you, he, talk you that talk. he a big softie. When yeah. it comes right. to her. And like, and
3: like, like black like wealth and community, right? right? So, like, we pass things down and we put our egos aside for the betterment of our society, right? Well, yes.
0: well that's what I said. I'm, I'm not yeah. necessarily passing my business down. No, I'm just saying, is just like, his different. No, it's not because I'm going to do this. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not passing my business down. I'm passing a starting point for you down. Right. Because I understand, like, you're not going to always keep this last name. So you go. Here's a starting point. You build what you can build and you can build that under your main name. But, you know, and your kids know and they kids know like this starting point came from. A. D. Jackson, you know what I mean? Because that's what I—that yeah. right. sounds smooth too, right? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. Oh my I, I,
1: gosh, that's so interesting. Yeah, because you guys with the names, <laughs> I mean, you don't own any part of your daughter, so right. she will be able to make whatever decisions whether she keeps. The name whether yeah. she hyphenates whether yeah. she changes entirely oh I know
0: that's why oh, I said, no, I'm, I'm just saying doing it's business as I'm just saying doing business as because al- you get to pick a name like you really can you do a DBA
2: <laughs> So <I>
0: think, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying I
3: think it's also important to note that like your last name is Jackson
0: uh no my last oh. that's why I don't matter oh, okay. no no
3: so To the world, no, to
0: the world, it is Jackson. But I found out that I'm actually not a Jackson. So I have, I don't own, like, I have no ownership in any last name. Exactly. The only mm-hmm. thing, only name right. I built was Antoine, and there's a zillion of them. And I can tell you that because of background checks that's been run on me with people with the same last name. I knew a nigga with my same name the next street over. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I already knew growing mm-hmm. up that this is not unique. I make this unique. It's a million Antoine right. Jacksons. Right. It's only one of me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, so like mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a good slogan. I don't want to, yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't want to yeah. like make her think that she has to inherit something. The only thing you'll inherit mm-hmm. is a better starting point, point. and mm-hmm. that's why you're alive. You that's you why I'm alive. My mind right now, like my daughter right. can yeah. sell the business. That's and what you I'm saying. That's that's why it, I'm alive, and yeah. that's where I'm going. That's
3: why
2: we do it, right? right. You yeah. just get
0: a better starting point. Like me yeah, personally, I
2: didn't see. I told you,
0: I didn't start with anything, like zero, like. My daughter at different age, even starting out, she's starting with something more than I started with. Mm. If you can't appreciate that, then I don't know what to tell you. You feel good. what I'm saying? And
3: mm. I think it's also good to note that appreciation comes in different forms. Just like we have different love languages, just like we all communicate mm-hmm. differently. Her appreciation Oh, I didn't
0: say she didn't though. I know I'm just uh, saying because she, she listened so, and I wanted to be oh, like, okay. Oh, I don't appreciate I don't, that. I
3: don't appreciate you, Daddy. <laughs> nah. No, uh yeah. I just feel like, you know, we gotta realize like the way people communicate. Yeah. And mm. I think that's
0: a uh I think that's that's one of the biggest. It's not even an issue. It's one of the biggest roadblocks too. When people have children, they think because they communicate one way that their child automatically she will communicate, communicate that, that way. way, right? Like, uh do you know you have this child with someone who communicates very differently, who the mixture of you two com- could communicate like? That, said communication
3: they have so many other stimuli yeah yeah yeah. yeah like, you know and they come mm-hmm. in i've seen so many babies with such grand personalities and it's like you just got here how did you, how you <laughs> know yeah, that's
0: another because you we know? because <laughs> yeah because we believe that nobody are just re-incarnated. got here so yeah. I, you know, they just got here to your family exactly you know what yeah. I'm and saying? you
3: decided what you wanted to be and yeah. what challenges you needed to face but anyway yeah, yeah. I don't know where I was going. with that. Oh, but no, <laughs> I know.
0: I wanted to ask you, though, back to when you was in a uh, uh, private school. Like, mm-hmm. so what was the demographic like?
3: Very white. It wasn't really diverse. It was white. Now, I feel like if I went to private school at Cranbrook, it would have been a little bit more diverse.
0: Uh, see, so that's, that's my biggest thing, right? Because I actually diverse. looked in the... Uh, different private schools and that's the first thing I look at right Mm -hmm. because I never want to put my daughter in a situation where she's the only Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying because of what feelings she may have like oh yeah it is such a good school but not if you're the only black girl Right. you know what I'm saying because then you're not even then around the family you're the girl the white cousin and then at school (laughs) you're the black student Mm -hmm. you feel what I'm saying because Mm -hmm. people equate with certain things with being white we don't but you know what I'm saying so like that's why I always look for a southern cities with women in power uh Mm. black women when I say women black women in powerful positions because I want my daughter to be able to see that besides with her mother you know what I'm saying I'm uh I'm a firm believer in like you have to see what you want to become. Right, you feel right, what I'm saying? Right. So right. I yeah. always look at Southern cities and I just try to stay away from the A because I just don't want to move to Atlanta because of the traffic. And that's just being <laughs> a thousand percent honest. Like, I, we already discussed, like, if I live in Atlanta, wherever I stay, everything I do is on that side of town because it's just way too much traffic. Like, why are people I never up? even thought about moving. Yeah. I mean, you know... Uh, <laughs> as I as I begin to grow in my thought process, you know what I'm saying? Like I just look at things different. So uh if I'm if my daughter wanna be a leader in business worldwide, right? I want her to get the opportunity to deal with different type of people in different areas, because this is what you're going to come in contact with in business. Like we from Angster, she from Romulus. She's not just go deal with those type of people. So if I give her the opportunity to say, Hey, one summer, let's do Harlem. The next summer, let's do yeah, San Francisco. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. You might want to go to high school here. Let's uh, do this. That way she come in contact with those people. So nothing to be new. Nobody will be new. Cause you know, like I always say, during my time in management, I only managed five types of people who came in the form of different people. So if I if, if you could display that, which I can't very well, because it's just how it is. It's only a few type of people, yeah. right? Right. So right. I just want her to be able to get familiar are, with these type you, of people. Are you two mothers? Or is there no. any? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no little artists or dancing babies from me too. Uh, you
3: know, I have children that I teach, and that's uh, that's, that's, that's quite that's enough. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so back to this hyphenated last name. Okay, now, I don't want to know how you feel about it because you actually... You don't want to know how I feel? Because you already told me. I did, But you (laughs) actually said that he's lucky that you took the last name. Explain that a little more, please.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just just being funny, but (laughs) I I like the idea of joining families. I wouldn't take, like, I wouldn't just take... I wouldn't go throw away my last name. And this has yeah. nothing to do with no, my father. This is to do with me. Yeah. I wasn't raised with my father. So yeah. this if anything is my mother's legacy. But however, the names, it's just arbitrary.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I and like when like you see that
1: you guys are having this conversation about like a a name that sounded like an Irish name. Like, you know, my mother's maiden name is McLeod. Yeah. And the history behind that name and even how we see it play out in the South where my family is from, the black McLeods and the White McLeods, it's like you know, I'm just going to say, when I was like 11, I went by Ryan X for a minute. So, yeah. <laughs> I read, you, like, you, after you, I read yeah, the yeah. autobiography, I was like, I'm Ryan X. I'm yeah, you getting rid you of uh, you know? you it. So, talk? you
0: You're talking to someone. You're
1: talking to X, Y, X. in terms of being just named, you yeah. know, in the world, I had already developed like a reputation for myself as an artist, as a producer, right. so I wasn't going to throw that away. Well you know, and, I, so,
2: well, and yeah, I but I
1: like the yeah. idea of joining. Yeah. However, I could have easily just stayed Ryan Myers. Right. You know? and, that I, and, I, and I think that's perfectly fine and beautiful. So.
0: And and I actually can understand that because uh I see what you're saying because the name is something somebody else gave you. You don't even get to pick your name. So it's not like you were born like, hey I'm Ryan when you dropped out. Like you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So <laughs> You, said, I you I
1: know, I did have an opportunity to really own my name though because when I was young, it was a name that got te- I was teased a lot, so I went by my middle name Latoya for a long time. So there's a whole realm of people who still call me Toya, you know, or Tori who knew me when I was a kid, but when I was a teenager, I took my name back. Yeah. So I did have the opportunity to cha- to 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 own it for myself. All right. Ryan. Yeah, all right. Which yeah. means little king, <laughs> which I own as well. Well, I love you can because king. you know what yeah. I just
0: found out. Uh, uh, so that we need uh, to find uh, this that out that actually, king was not uh, gender based. Gender based, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you could very well be the little king, uh, and I think, I think when people hear king, they just see powerful man. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not necessarily wrong. But a powerful the the uh, one of the best kings in Africa was a woman. And I know this from watching.
3: Hatshepsut? Hatshepsut?
0: Well, that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about, uh, damn, what is her name? I always forget it. The Pharaoh? No, no, but she she went to war with the Dutch. You know what I'm saying? She went to war with the Dutch and Mm -hmm. was like really giving it to them. And they had Mm -hmm. to respect it as Mm -hmm. much as they could. But Mm -hmm. when I found that out, because I was watching like African Civilizations, you know what I mean? That's the only thing I never uh, delete from my DVR because it's like thousands of episodes oh. it's four episodes and then like seven hours a piece but you know what i'm saying and i yeah. always watch them with my daughter to show her like now you see they talking about all these men but when they come to that woman like they have the utmost respect for her still and she was she really took them to war but they called her a king and and then mm-hmm. my man who uh we had in here dr david warden he told us like well that's because king wasn't exclusive mm-hmm. to me and you know mm-hmm. what i mean so that's really dope little king
2: uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you feel what i'm saying yeah, I what else can we expect from the uh, sidewalk festival
1: just a ton of fun um it's starting august 1st of course with the um storytelling workshop and the the writing workshop for kids going on to friday august 2nd we start at seven o'clock so you probably, unless you work the night shift, you probably don't have to take off of work. Um, and that's all, of uh, you know, f- work for the streets and work for the night. That's when you'll get to see Super Cool Wicket put on her amazing work. And then Saturday from 3 to 10, we'll have just an amazing amount of work. Oh, the other thing I want to bring out for Friday that is going to be so dope is we're having a Jitting versus House dance off.
0: Explain dance what battle. Jitting is to people who <laughs> might not know. Some people oh, okay. might not know.
1: So Jitting... Oh man, I don't know if I should be the one to try to tell the whole history of it. But I'll say I I'll for all those who know the deepest history, I'm probably gonna get something wrong. No, just but what I'll say is getting is level. a Detroit style of dance that focuses heavy on footwork. It's very fast. this particular type of music, which is electronic music, but it's specifically jitting music. It's really fast. Right. You know, but like it focuses on a lot of like improvisation, footwork. I, it's something that you need to go on to Google and it's, see. But there's see, a yeah, lot of different subsections of it as well, like different types of jitting that people right. can do. That's actually so.
0: the biggest rival between Chicago and Detroit. Yeah. What do they call it? Uh is they, what is, I don't know. Because yeah. I'm not Foot from Chicago. Work. I mean,
1: Detroit is, you know, unique <laughs> to us, yeah, jukin. Yeah. Jukin. Yeah. 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 But don't you think it's different? Like. like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's it's very, different, but new, that you know. it's
0: so similar. But This ain't the cha-cha slide, motherfucker. For me, I feel
1: like... Does it? Sometimes it reminds me of like church dance breaks. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, the,
0: well, like how fast well, it is. When Jesus get to pop forward. it up. Yeah, 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 Okay, so where can we? Where, where can we? <laughs> they probably came. It <laughs> probably place. came from the same church. Well, uh, where can people contact uh, the both of you?
1: Yeah. So <laughs> the both of you. When so is When we are gonna get contacted? <laughs> so hit me up on Facebook, yo. So anyway, Facebook. <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, we're on all of oh, that. Side, at, sidewalkdetroit.com, yeah. at Sidewalk Detroit. At Sidewalk Detroit. Our festival website is sidewalkfestival.com. But if people want to know about all the things we're doing, because we do weekly programs. Okay. Every week we do work, mostly in Eliza Hall Park. So we have like African drum and dance in the park, capoeira, yoga, all sorts of things going on in Brightmore every week. Um, while the weather allows. Right now we have a nature art series going on, which is for kids, but I go, my mom goes. <laughs> now when is that? That's every Tuesday at four thirty, um, in Eliza Howell Park.
0: Okay, and you said at Side is it at Sidewalk Festival or at Sidewalk Fest?
1: Um at Sidewalk Detroit.
0: Sidewalk Detroit. Yeah, okay. so that's
1: our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook is at Sidewalk Detroit. But if you wanna see the Full festival lineup, the schedule, the parking. Read about the artists. Go to their websites. You would go to SidewalkFestival.com. dot com. It's all going down August first through third at the Artist Village, Grand River, and Lasher. If you're yeah, how, real, you to about it.
0: You say that. What is you keep saying this park, Elijah?
1: Eliza Howell, Howell Park. Well, okay, where is that at? That's at uh, Finkel and Telegraph. So, okay, it's so Detroit's yep, fourth largest park, over 250 acres. So big. Nothing. Yeah, it's so big. Morgan performed it yeah, too. Yeah, I did. She, brought, she just bought a spirit down into the woods. <laughs> so, <That's laughs> if dope. you want our own Detroit Idlewild, come to Eliza Howell Park.
0: And uh, how <laughs> can we Def get in bro. contact with you, Morgan, you who guys just can shot be- a Defro reference <laughs> out of there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Come to Howe Park. (laughs) Um, you can follow me on Instagram at S-U-P-E-R C O O L W I C K E D. Super cool wicked. Twitter too, but I just talk junk on Twitter. That's what (laughs) it's for.
0: I'm gonna follow you on Twitter. That's the Oh my god, no,
3: I just don't follow me on Twitter. I think Twitter way
0: more popping than the grammar. Really? I love
3: Instagram Mm. because well, I just like visuals and like Mm. Twitter gets negative real quick. Yeah. Twitter yeah. is a place where people go to Van and be like, oh, they even say like, what y'all mad about today? And then people are like, uh, oh, the fact that blah, 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 blah. So I'm just like, okay, I'm kind of there would be a lot of right black
0: now. man slander on Twitter and I'm starting to think people like just really have like very little respect for oh, their look. fathers or didn't grow up with a strong male role model. That could have been anything. That, yeah, I think there's
3: a lot that goes into what we consider slander or like Okay, this is slander to me. Criticism. Be.
0: Hold on. This is slander to me. Because this, is black dick. men are trash that's slander to me that's why because i'm a black man i'm not trash right
3: i was talking about this with a friend the other right day. but
0: then you have to define why what? you feel like this and what trash is mm. i've never kept trash in the house i've always thrown it out exactly. so you're saying you want to throw out all the black men
3: that is exactly what my friend was talking and about and one mm.
0: man's trash is another man's treasure sometimes look we
3: cannot
1: underestimate how many trolls are on twitter as exactly. well. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Russian, yeah. Russian, yeah. because <laughs> they infiltrated black lives matter with like or they didn't infiltrate the real black Guys matter but during the election cycle they started up different facebook accounts posing as black people in order to so you know why
0: i believe that though because joe rogan said that when he had a message board it just started being an influx of these russian uh these russian uh email addresses and stuff and it just then he said after he started noticing that because you know he on the inside of the message board he just had to shut it down because like chaos broke out of there, but I mean, it's no, I know women who say statements like that in real life, well, right? So that's okay. when I say that, like, uh, these real this, this, this could actually take it. We, we gonna have to no, have no, no, we got a couple more minutes because I just need to know, like, <laughs> like well, why do people say, that. yeah, I don't but believe that either.
3: Their sentiments, so like, some people. Are frustrated, and I I don't see black men are trash. I see men are trash in general, yeah. usually, yeah. and like sometimes.
2: But no, I, I oh no, no, no She said she sees. Oh, okay, no, she yeah, said yeah. she yeah. yeah.
3: But
0: I see that from black women who I've never seen in picture you know, with other types of men. Well, so let
3: her. So hold on, hold on. Let me let me just give you my perspective as a black woman. I yeah. think those people are coming from definitely a place of hurt, obviously, mm-hmm. and a lot of times we are as different gendered or different sexed people brought up differently. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my life is affected in a whole different way than yours. And then I see you and you seem to be thriving to me and you seem to be thriving on my back. Yeah, mm-hmm. well
0: not me personally because you Well, not exactly, I don't, I don't, but you know
3: I'm saying <laughs> like And that's yeah. where I think that sentiment comes from. Mm-hmm. I think that's very I don't mm-hmm. think that's helpful and I never did. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, men are trash. Like when I'm walking down the street Mm -hmm. and like, I'm just trying to do my thing and somebody got to pull up on me in a car and like made me scared cuz it's like right. dang like I don't know
2: you. But if he trash cuz he
0: made you scared or yeah, you like made what me if feel this unsafe. was a great guy and It he doesn't was matter this is because the you're
1: making me feel no, unsafe. No,
3: right. Well exactly. how how did he you pull up though? So he's in here
1: the key thing it doesn't matter who he was what He could be in a band there's so many people that feel unsafe so that's the thing that that's the takeaway and like people
3: don't even want anything from you most people that try to talk to you on the street they don't want anything from you the only thing that I get is uncomfortability, and now mm-hmm. I feel like I can't walk down the street with people who look like me because they are gonna try to do something. Right? or, it's or just an exercise so, so of power.
0: I heard someone say that black people subscribe to the same stereotypes about black people as white people do, and it sound I don't like it. And that's, that's true. How, but I you don't just think described that's true.
3: it. Well, no, that's not true. No. It's it's, it's well, okay. That's why I, I asked how did it, It's no. different. That's why I, I asked how did he on. pull up on you? How, it doesn't matter. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. You you came into my space. Like, there's so many people that are like, excuse me, miss, and that's fine. Yeah. Like if I'm walking, mm-hmm. okay, I'ma expect that because we're a community and I expect to talk to people in Detroit. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if you just pulling up on me, it don't matter how you pull up on me. If you in a car, I grew up when people was getting kidnapped. Little yeah. exactly. kids was getting kidnapped. And, and, shot. Shot. and shot, robbed, and all And people sorts of were things. Amber alerts were invented in my so life. Did, yeah.
0: did that just not feed into the stereotype? No, the, no, no, the no, no Because this is what I was gonna ask. Right? Well, <laughs> mean,
3: let that. me add this because first of all. You
1: I think as a as men, you do not understand the vulnerability that women walk around with in public spaces. And this is a big part of why I'm doing sidewalk Festival, so people can feel safe and they can feel empowered. Because as a woman walking down the street, you are facing so many more dangers and so many potential violations to your person that we've seen evidenced. We know what it means if you deny someone who's talking to you on the street. You could That could be your life if you say the wrong thing to a brother who's like trying to talk to you. So we shouldn't have to bear that burden of having to like take care of your feelings or like wondering what is he a nice guy. The thing is you should we should be able to walk down the street without a car rolling up on us. That's not the way to act. And anybody who's doing that, they know what comes with that. They know that they are exercising power and privilege at that time because they're the man. They're in the car. He could have a weapon. At the beginning of the show, we talked about people having weapons. And he can see that she doesn't have any of those things. So as a man, he shouldn't do that thing. But that's what's happening. And that's the kind of thing that feeds these kind of statements. Okay, so if you're walking
0: up the street and I'm walking up the street. And you just see a black man with a shirt that says "Rest in peace to another black." If I'm walking up the street dressed like I'm this, I'm gonna say it, hi
3: to you because that's what I do. Okay, right? so it's more, of the, vehicle,
0: the I mean, it's saying, more of the vehicle. I'm saying it's more of it, the approach of somebody being in a vehicle? I'm just it's trying to say I don't want nobody swooping down on me be, either. By right, the way, you right. know what I'm saying? Be like in just an
3: airplane, I don't care. You yeah. can be. It's like hey,
0: if a nigga pull up on you in an airplane, that's you crazy. I would be
3: like. Like, okay. You should see That's how he got this down here. get that airplane. Nah, but for real, for real. Okay, so like I'm walking down the street, I expect to say hi to somebody. Yeah. But ever since I was a kid, like, a grown men have been telling me, you got some pretty legs, girl.
1: Right, that's weird. Smile, girl. Can I? Have that's some? weird. That's weird
3: why as hell. Yeah, niggas
0: just come out and act just like that. Well, no, okay. You so what that what yeah. you described, so like, what I'm hearing that you described, what I, what I'm gathering that you described, is like a, that was like a very extreme measure why someone was saying that that's not even men extreme. was trash. This, this is that's every,
3: not extreme. No, I don't approach women thing. like that.
0: So I don't. But it's like it's not, not about a, you. that's what I'm saying.
3: It's about the not saying the whole of black men are like this but like the systems that we have in place like we talk about how white people are and we know different white people like white mike in the neighborhood he was never like that but these white I people would be more
0: scared of white mike in the neighborhood because for white mike to be in the neighborhood and to even be white mike he had to do way more or extreme things to be accepted it. no i'm to saying be to be it. accepted okay but now we're getting into
3: hypotheticals and i guess no, we're I, don't know white white
0: I know white mike <laughs> <laughs> i
3: know white mike white mike where you come from right <laughs> (laughs) But it was white Mike in my neighborhood
0: too. So
3: I feel like that's the. Yeah, but anyway, I'm just saying. White boy's
0: name Michael ended up in the hood.
3: Somehow. (laughs) um, But just going like, I don't know. This is not, and this is like more commonplace than I think y'all are getting. Like, if somebody that you had no attraction to at all, because like I have people that I'm attracted to, I have black men that I'm attracted to. That's what I'm attracted to. But like a random person on the street, I didn't. I didn't go out to get called at. I didn't go out to get hollered at across the street like a dog. Like <laughs> are right? people
1: doing it? Yes, uh, what?
3: I don't know. That I don't
0: outside doing it I, don't of that. You I don't do laugh. That no, I know people doing that, but I'm saying do like that. that's that's yeah. extremely ridiculous to think that I'm going to holler yeah. across the street. and Expect do you think that's ridiculous?
3: I'm really surprised. No, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm not surprised. I'm
0: saying at this point in my life that is extremely ridiculous because people should think right. People should think yeah. how are is that person even going to hear you over these <laughs> two three four lanes of vehicles if but we see, talk in plymouth the they too, don't care they, they
1: don't care and they are well, not doing it's, it's it because not that they, they don't really care
0: it's they might not they know. know no better They're no no, right. no
1: that's not it the thing is <laughs> no i'm gonna tell you because they know that women are not responding to that that's an exercise of their privilege and power over yeah, that woman that's like, basically when i go to
3: it's new york hey, hey, it's hey, excuse me
0: not to cut anybody off yeah. But we got to wrap this up. No, because this is a, because no, because we was, (laughs) this this about, this is so much different from the festival conversation. This could be a conversation that could be continued though, because I am sure that women are going to tell us that they want that Mm y'all point of views, our own point, because I can't see it from a woman's perspective, neither Mm -hmm. can him. And y'all got some perspectives that obviously, not that we don't agree on, but that we're, well I definitely agree that I People should be Whooping up on yeah. people But this I don't want this conversation To interact with The peace power Utopia well, <laughs> I would
1: say that That's part of it you know, we, have, we have women Who are exploring you These kind you of things night. Right right But that's what I'm yeah. saying But what does it mean to be a pedestrian in Detroit? What does it mean to be able to feel safe in these streets? in your black body you know, in general?
0: Exactly. Yeah, your black yeah. body. or
1: your mm-hmm. your Detroit body, yeah. you know, like whomever,
3: which uh, typically tends yeah. to be a black body. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you know <laughs> so. Mm-hmm.
0: We can reach you at Super Cool Wicked, and you're Morgan. Yes, I am. And we can reach you for the fest at Sidewalk Detroit is overall. Mm -hmm. And then SidewalkFestival.com will tell you about everything that's going on for the Sidewalk Fest at the Artist Village on Lasher in um, Grand Grand River.
1: River.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And
0: what is that, Friday, August?
1: It's uh, Thursday, August 1st um, Through. through 3rd. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday. 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 Yeah, okay. and I'm Thursday, excited about this. Thursday you is, will love you know, the, the workshops. Yeah. So. In the workshops. So if Friday, you got Saturday.
0: kids and they showing any type of interest, bring them down to the poetry workshop. Yeah, but that's 11 and up, right? That's 11 and up. 11 and up. But yeah. you can
1: also come for the storytelling. Yeah. And we got storytelling.
0: That's Sidewalk After Dark. Is that actually what that's called, right?
1: So, Friday is Sidewalk After Dark. That's where Morgan will be performing. We'll have the Jenny versus House on Thursday. That's Storytelling Under the Stars and the workshop. So, just go to the website. Read about everything. Better yet, just come every day. Thursday. Just come. (laughs) Hey, hey, AJ,
0: if they want to contact us or they want to advertise, what do they do? Uh, PR at TCOHH.org is for Well, anything across the board, Twitter and Instagram at TCEpod, DM, answer them back, PR C-O-H-H.org If you want to like just get more in depth, if you're trying to get advertisements and stuff like that, or just want to say how much you don't like the show, right. And if you are <laughs> listening for the first time, I want to congratulate my brother on being nominated for Podcast of the Year. <laughs> I want to best kni- congr- best niche podcast. Congratulations, uh, best uh best network. network. Yeah, and that's right. at uh, a Pie Excellence weekend. That's coming uh October fourth through sixth yeah. in North Carolina, Charlotte. We will be there. Yeah, and this, we- I'm coming back, Charlotte, because this ain't our first time. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. This yeah. ain't our first time we go network with everybody down there I'm SJ I'm AJ I want for my brother what I, what want, I want for myself, myself.